You're listening to the What the Chuck podcast with Megan Rage. You guys have no idea. You're in for such a fucking treat this episode. You're welcome in advance because I feel like everyone's going to want every episode to sound like this. Sorry, it's only going to happen every once in a while. Um, I have a special guest with me today. Her name's Morgan. We are going to talk about everything happening in pop culture, like times 10. The Kristen Cavallari, Jay Cutler drama, Dale and Claire, The Bachelor in general. I'm telling you, you're in for a real treat. Instead of me throwing my voice and having just like a two-sided conversation with myself, there's actually someone else. Well, not technically here, but we're going to get to that in just a little bit. But first, I just want to, I was, I had a whole list of things that I wanted to talk about this episode, but Morgan and I went on for so long, like almost an hour that I feel like I'm going to have to really break down the topics that I have written down, just update you on a few things and then get to the meat of the episode. I feel like it's just been one of those weeks, like this past whole week. I know that we're only on Tuesday. Well, by the time you listen to this Wednesday, I just feel like in general, it's just been one of those weeks where I've been constantly on my phone. There's been so much going on in the news and entertainment in my life. I'm always answering DMs. I just feel like rushed in my brain, almost like the feeling when you have a lot of coffee and you feel like you have a million things to do and you don't know where to start but I thrive off of that feeling. I love when I have a lot of different things to do. Like I've been working on my website, trying to keep up with all the entertainment news that has been happening. It just gives me a high that I like. You know what I mean? First, I just want to start out by saying today's Tuesday, the 26th, and I cannot believe that it's been a year since Kobe Bryant passed away. I will never forget where I was when I found out. My best friend Summer and I, we were at Arden Fair Mall, and we had just walked out to the parking lot, and we had been standing in our cars talking for a while. I think we were debating going to lunch or not. I'm not really sure. But Brett texted me and was like, oh, all my group, the group of friends that I'm in, my, my his WhatsApp group, he has like a group that he talks to all of his friends in. There's like 20 of them. All they do is talk shit all day long. He was like, a group said that Kobe Bryant died. And I was like, there's no way. And then I went to Google it and it seemed to be true. Like it wasn't, it was, there were reports, but it wasn't confirmed. We didn't know about Gianna. We didn't know about the other passengers. So I said to Summer, like, I need to go home. So I rushed home. Luckily at the time, we just lived right across the street. I went home and that day consumed me and I felt emotion for the next two weeks. Like I've never felt in my entire life Crying for someone that I don't even know. Um, It's different when it's in a movie and, you know, a real life person. This, I cry the movies all the time, but this was a real life person who passed away. It's not like I was a big Lakers fan. Yeah, in the eighth grade, I wore my Lakers jerseys backwards to the skating rink because I thought it was cool, but... I wasn't some big Kobe fan. I wasn't some big Lakers, big Lakers. I just said bin, bin. I said big weird twice. Big. I wasn't some big Laker fan or Kobe fan, but it just, I mean, he is just one of those people. He is just like the goat of life. I I, I kept trying to explain it to Brett because I was actually crying every single day. And he was like, I don't understand why you're so upset. And I'm like, I can't explain it. I don't know what I can compare it to in England, but it just feels so sad and heavy. And I think the fact that his daughter died and, you know, other people's mothers and fathers died like it. Oh, and it's been a year and today's the day. And I just I'm never going to forget January 26th. Never, 
ever, ever, ever. I feel like on this day for years to come, people are going to be honoring him. And that's exactly what Vanessa Bryant said. She said, you know, I, I, I want people to honor him, but I want them to do it respectfully. She's like, no pictures from the scene. I want them to remember, you know, his legacy and my daughter's as well. And I really think that that's what people are doing today. That's what I've seen so far. The tributes that I've been watching, oh, I mean, it just makes me, you got me feeling emotions. <laughs> I feel like that song pops into my head at least once a day because I'm always feeling all the emotions. Yesterday I was driving to Target and that song came on in the car and I was like, oh, this is my song because I'm always feeling all the emotions, especially lately. I've been so freaking emotional. I don't know what my deal is. Over the weekend, I saw that that new movie, Our Friend, was coming out to theaters and also to rent on Amazon Prime. I didn't tell Brett that it was to rent because he would have been like, no, we're not wasting money on that. But think about it. You go to the movies, you each spend 15 bucks. That's just on a ticket alone. Then you buy beers or wine or popcorn and you spent 40 bucks. So am I going to spend a little bit of money on this movie? Yes. Did I tell Brett? No, <laughs> I also didn't tell him what the movie was about. I had obviously seen the trailer. I didn't know how sad it was going to be, but I definitely knew it was a sad movie. And when Brett said, what's this movie about? I was like, oh, it's about three friends. Oh, my God. So we get in bed. We start watching it. And I'm like, OK, we're halfway through. I've I've my eyes have gotten teary. But maybe this is one of those situations where I thought it was going to be a lot sadder than it actually was. Count down to like 20 minutes left in the movie. I am crying so hard. And Brett makes fun of me when I cry during stuff like this. I'm crying so hard. I am like trying to hold it in. I'm shaking. There is snot dripping from my nose. That never happens when I cry. I was a mess. I cried so hard and so much that the next day I felt sick. Like I felt like I had a cold because I was so congested when I went to bed. Um, my eyes were so puffy. I thought all my eyelash extensions were about to fall off. If you don't know what the movie's about, it has a, a very unsuspecting cast like Jason Siegel. I feel like we don't see him in in movies like this and dramas. It's mostly comedies. Um, Dakota Johnson and then also Casey Affleck, Ben Affleck's brother. And the movie is based on a true story and it's basically about friendship. Dakota Johnson finds out that she has terminal cancer and their friend who is played by Jason Siegel, he comes to live with her and Casey Affleck to help take care of her as she's deteriorating, as she's dying. And the scenes in the movie really address death in a way that we don't often see. It's, it seems very real. It, it's not, there's not a lot of fluff. It is just, I mean, it's just how it really happens. And it's, it was, I found it to be really emotional. I actually have to go to therapy today after I'm done recording this. And I'm happy because I actually felt so many emotions while watching it that felt very personal to me, even though it has obviously nothing to do with me, but it just, it's, it's really good. If you can handle it, I would watch it. If you can't, then don't because it's, it's really hard to watch, but it's very good. I feel like it's not getting enough press. I tweeted something about it and got like all these retweets. I'm like, cause I'm like the only one talking about it on Twitter. I actually would have preferred to watch it alone because even though I got a good cry, I didn't get, I didn't get as into it as I could have because Brett was sitting right there and I was trying to not have him laugh at me. So I'm doing my first interview with the radio station in Oregon this week. Um, they asked me if I wanted to do an interview on Thursday with an up and coming K-pop band. And I've never been so nervous in my life. I've never interviewed a K-pop band ever. I don't know how it's going to go. I don't really know much about K-pop. So today I'm going to go to therapy. I'm going to do a Peloton and then I'm going to come home and study my life away because I just have no clue. So everyone pray for me. Speaking of Peloton, I love reading you guys posts that I find in the Peloton group and 
And boy, did I find one this week. I told you that everyone is super rude, like so fucking rude. So this girl posted um, in the Peloton members page and said, I love my Peloton. Just went through a divorce and really have to watch my finances. No sorries needed. It's all good. I'm riding my Peloton without the app classes for now. I've made some great playlists and I'm pushing myself as hard as I can. Thankful for the physical and mental strength I can get from the bike and all of your posts. Have a fantastic Saturday. Here's the thing. She spelled Peloton all throughout this article, P-E-L-O-T-A-N. And I have never seen people so rude in the comments. The first comment is, enjoy your P-E-L capital O-T-O-N. Like just correcting her. And then people were getting in fights within those comments. <laughs> Someone said, you better fix your spelling. And she eventually did before you get dragged through this group. Like for a fit fam, hashtag fit fam, the people in the Peloton groups are like the least supportive, bitchiest people I've ever met in my whole entire life. Like I would never post in this group in the fear that I would get dragged. But I mean, I, would, I, I, I know how to spell Peloton. I wouldn't ask a stupid question, but you won't catch me posting in this group ever, never, ever, ever. It just feels like the opposite of a safe space. <laughs> it's real bad. I, every time that I see a post, I'm like, oh, got to save that and talk about it on the podcast because these Peloton, Peloton people have no fucking chill. Brett and I have been getting lots of practice for the dog because we got um, the vents replaced for the, from the woodpecker. The woodpecker pecked through all the vents. So we got 15 vents replaced in the upper portion of our house. But the, pel or, but the Peloton, the woodpecker has been coming back for more. It starts pecking away at like 7 a.m. We keep having to run downstairs and run outside to shoo it away. Like, bitch, you're not going to get through these vents. These are some good ass vents go to another fucking house it's so crazy so we shoot away and then it comes back and then we shoot away and then it comes back and then we'll be sitting in different rooms of the house and we're like oh is the is the is the woodpecker back out there we have to run out and run in so I feel like this is like low-key good practice because sometimes I'm still in bed when it starts pecking away and I have to get up which is going to be the exact same thing I have to do for this dog when we get it it's weird I was expecting to see like weekly emails about the dog's progress maybe you see another picture of the puppies with their eyes open, but no, I've got nothing. The woman that owns this um, farm, she's older and she seems like she's uh, relatively social media, internet savvy. She posts on Facebook and stuff, but at the same time, she's got to be like in her seventies. So um, not, not exactly a spring chicken, not exactly sending out mass emails once a week, which is what I would like. So I really feel like we're going into this blind. I have no idea what these dogs look like now. I mean, obviously I trust that she's credible. I started following her on Facebook or became friends with her on Facebook, whatever we're fucking calling it. No one uses Facebook anymore. I friended her on Facebook and everyone that's gotten a dog from her, like ever is always posting updates, which, which I think is the primary reason that she got Facebook so that you can keep track of your dogs. The whole thing that I'm noticing with like breeders and getting dogs from a breeder is they really want to keep tabs on you and your relationship with the dog to make sure that you're not selling it or breeding it or doing something sketchy with it. So I added her at the beginning of this process to like keep an eye on her and just to kind of figure out her vibe. And her vibe seems to be that she is the worst emailer ever. And so I have a feeling that we're not going to hear from her until she's like, okay, ready to come pick up the dog and I'm going to be like great wonderful can I see what they look like like what kind of food should I be buying what size collar that's one thing that's really been stressing me out I don't know what size collar to get like to go pick it up I'm sure she's going to tell me right like these are all things she's going to tell me Ugh. 
You know I get stressed when I start talking about the dog, so moving on. Can we just talk about how I was featured in Us Weekly or US Weekly or whatever the fuck it is? When I was on the morning show, I would always say, I feel like I would say Us Weekly, and Wayne and Jay would always be like, it's US Weekly. I mean, tomato, tomato. I wouldn't have even spotted it. My friend Karina saw it and sent it to me, and I couldn't believe it. They didn't ask my permission to use it, but they don't have to. I mean... Hello, they can take whatever they want from my social media. But seeing my Twitter quotes in this article, I mean, I use that website for show prep every single day. So to see my name quoted, I, I, it was like a great moment in my life. Like I felt like I was in, on cloud nine. I felt like the official bachelor correspondent for us weekly, US weekly, whatever. Um, it was a very proud moment. I've thought about printing it and framing it on the wall. I know it's not that serious, but I was really excited about it. I feel like I've been doing a lot of good lately. Like, I feel like I've been fucking killing it. The Petco winning the grant for them, being featured in Us Weekly, just my podcast numbers. Um, I got, I, I, there's a few other things that have been happening and I've been just been, just trust that I've been killing it, okay? Can't really share some of them, but I've been killing it. So I really want to reach out to like everyone in Sacramento in the radio business and be like, hey, what is the reasoning to you not hiring me because I'm local and I'm fucking killing it? Like, can I just send an email that says that to all potential employers or is that not a thing? OK, let me know. Last night we were watching The Bachelor and Brett called reality Steve Sideshow Bob. He was like, oh, don't you know who wins? I'm like, no, I haven't looked this year. He's like, oh, you blocked Sideshow Bob. And I was like, who's Sideshow Bob? I was like, do you mean reality Steve what in the world? It's so annoying because Brett was all about that bachelor life. And then all of a sudden he's not into it this season. And it really kills me because it makes it hard for me to watch it. Like last night he was like, when is this going to be over? How many minutes left? We could be watching Yellowstone right now. We started watching Yellowstone. I can't believe it's taken us this long. It is so good. It reminds me of Son Sons of Anarchy. But instead of biker gang, it's cowboys. My dad's the one that's been telling me to watch Yellowstone. So I texted him last night and I was like, you're right. Yellowstone is so good. If you like this, you should be watching Sons of Anarchy because my dad's totally a Harley guy. And he was like, I'll look into it. And I'm like, OK, it's on Netflix. I'm going to remind you every single day because I really want you to watch it because I know you would love it. Speaking of my dad, he just texted me. Um, so my dad earlier this week or last week, what am I saying earlier this week? Last week when the Bernie Sanders meme was running rampant all over social media, he texted me a picture of it and was like, why is everyone putting this guy in pictures? Like, where's Waldo? And I was like, this guy I was like, first of all, it's Bernie Sanders. And then I kind of explained what was happening. And then I sent him the link where he could type in an address or add a photo and insert Bernie into your picture. So I shouldn't have done that because for hours after that, he tried to figure it out. He said, I can't get it to work. How do you scan that code when it's on your phone and you have to use the phone to scan it? Like I was busy, so I, I couldn't even give this any attention. I was like, I'm not sure I haven't used it because I hadn't used it. The pictures that I posted, either someone made for me. I did make a COVID castle Bernie meme and that took me forever. And I basically just did it in Snapchat and it looks super janky, but I wanted to participate. And I was like, what would be funny that someone hasn't done yet? And I was like, oh, I'm going to put Bernie at COVID castle. Perfect. Only people in Sacramento will get it. And boy, did they get it. I should have put like my name somewhere on it to get fucking credit for that shit. Anyways, so then I told him I didn't know. My dad said, well, how did you post the one with Chuck? I said, I didn't do that. Someone else did it for me. And then he said, I've sent them to me, you and Jerry. None of them have worked. I'm like, dad, I don't know what to want to tell you. And then he got it to work once. And then he's like, I got it to work twice. Not again, though. Not as easy as they say. Four steps my ass. I'm like, oh, my God. Getting so worked up over this Bernie meme. I can't even handle it. 
two more things and then I got to get to the meat of this episode, which again, you guys are going to fucking love. First of all, I got Clubhouse. Someone invited me last week and I don't understand. I don't understand. Every time I join a room, do I have to mute myself? How do I mute myself? Like I've been seeing tons of people post about it and saying that it's a great way to network and to build your brand and to learn how to do things, but I'm just not really sure how to navigate it. So if someone can give me a crash course, let me know. I also have two invites. So if someone wants to join and thinks that they would benefit from that, hit me up and I can share the link with you. But don't ask me how to use it because I have no idea. So if anyone has any insight on that, I should just ask the person that sent it to me. She did explain it a little bit, but then once I actually got it, like got the app, I was very unsure. I had to turn off the push notifications yesterday because I was getting notified every two seconds that someone was going live in Clubhouse or whatever it's called. I don't know what it's called in Clubhouse. Like, is this going to be the new thing? Do I, do I really need this? Someone please tell me. So I'm not a big jewelry person. Every time Brett and I do something, he's like, put on a necklace. And I'm like, no. And he's like, well, then put on a bracelet, like put on something. I'm just minimal when it comes to jewelry. Like he bought me some diamond stud earrings that I like, but I just like having my wedding ring. And you know, I rock my Apple watch. That's another thing he hates. He's like, we're going to a nice dinner. Can you put on a real watch that I've bought you instead of your Apple watch? And I'm like, no, if we're going out drinking after this, I have to track my steps, obviously. Um, so he hates it. He's always begging me to wear jewelry. Well, my friend friend Kara sent me her co-worker's Instagram account and she was making custom jewelry so I clicked on it and I was instantly obsessed if you follow me on Instagram you've probably seen me post um, about her page because I've shared a couple of her pieces already but you guys what really drew me to this Instagram page was that in the inner bio, she said that all profits from her sales are going to her daughter's college fund. Well, her daughter, I went and looked at her pictures. Her daughter is really young. She's only a year old. So she's got 17 more years to go. But it's just so great that she's thinking ahead, honing in on her craft and her talent and making a product that people will love to benefit her daughter 17 years from now. I mean, what a good person, right? That just really like struck a chord with me. So I was kind of waiting to see the Instagram was brand new when I started following. And then I kind of caught on that she does a drop every Sunday. So last Sunday it was bracelets and this Sunday it was custom beanies that she made. They're so cute. There's ones that are solid colors and there's ones that are like half and half. And so she posts them all to her story and you tell her which one that you want. She normally labels them like A, B, C, D. And so I ordered a bracelet last week and with my order came a custom bracelet and I was like, can you make it say Chuck? So I got it in the mail. It was beautiful. The thing that sucks is I wanted to like post a good picture to like promote. I have the ugliest wrinkly like witch hands and they're dry and I'm double jointed. If you were to just look at my hands, like if I were to put my hands through a hole in a box and you were on the other side and you couldn't see me, you would probably think I was 90 and like, yeah, I had been through something rough because my hands are just ugly and my wrists, my skin is dry. I need to shave my arms. So I took this picture by the pool and when I tell you that I face tuned my hands and my wrists. <laughs> I'm not kidding. You should see the unedited picture. I never facetune. I'm never smoothing. I mean, probably back in the day when it first came out and all the girls were like smoothing their noses away. And then I was like, okay, it looks like I can't use this because bitches are getting called out left and right. I still have it though. So I never use it. And you would think I would use it on like my face to smooth out when I have blemishes or something or to make my waist smaller. But no, I was straight up using it to edit my hands, my fingers and my wrist. Oh my God. It wasn't my 
proudest moment but um and it still didn't look good afterwards but I just wanted these pictures to look so good and I felt like my wrist was just killing it so I'm sorry that I can't be a better hand model but I was trying my best and then uh, she was just so grateful for you know po reposting because that's how you get the word out you have to share other people's restaurants and small businesses otherwise how's anyone gonna know how will they know um, so I was so happy to get this bracelet and to get the word out because, I mean, if I loved it, I'm sure there's going to be other people that would love to buy pieces like this. It's super affordable. It's one of a kind. She uses semi-precious stones. She even put in her highlights like what each stone represents. So the one that I picked was like relaxation and calmness because listen to me, obviously I need a little bit of calm in my life. She does a drop every Sunday. You DM her for a custom set. It's so great because she was born and raised in Sacramento. She's a sack girl. Um, this was a hobby that she turned into a business. She still has her day job. So this is just like her little side hustle. Um, but then I got another piece this week that I posted yesterday. And I feel like this one was a little bigger. She probably saw the first picture and was like, I need to make this, these bracelets bigger for her because her wrist is out here chunky as hell. Um, so she sent me something else this week. And again, I airbrushed it a little bit because my wrist was looking rough. Um, who, who says that? My wrist was looking really rough. She sent me another piece and it was just so beautiful. I'm just so obsessed with her and I, I I feel like it's a great gift idea or just, you know, something to buy yourself. I feel like I've been having really good luck ever since she sent me these. The first set with the Chuck bracelet, I've been putting them on every day and I had a really good week last week. And so I feel like I'm crediting that to them. I'm considering them my lucky bracelets. I know that sounds silly, but I've just been in such a good mood. I've been having the best luck, like the, the most perfect situations have been just like falling on my lap. So um, I'm really crediting it to these new bracelets that I have. If you want to shop her collection, swipe up to shop. I linked it on my Instagram, but you can also find her at shop.mon underscore E-L-I-S-A. Shop.mon underscore E-L-I-S-A. If you have trouble finding her, just let me know and I can send you the link. Speaking of merch, I talked about it last week. I did create a merch store. They had reached out to me. I was talking to them for like a week and I decided that, you know, I don't have to pay to have my stuff on there. It's not like I'm printing a ton of merch. It's they make it as it's ordered. So I made four, maybe five different designs. I made two different designs that say drop down bubble bitch. Actually, my friend Santina made one. Um, she's so talented. She made me one of the logos for my website as well. She's a party planner. She lives in Southern California. She makes invitations. She makes graphics. She makes things look be beautiful. Um, she does live in Southern California, but she's from SAC. She does events here. She does events there. So if you're looking for something like that, let me give you her Instagram. It's Santina Rose Creates, S-A-N-T-I-N-A. R-O-S-E-C-R-E-A-T-E-S. -E -E Is it awkward that I spell things on here? Is that weird? Brett makes fun of me because whenever I'm on the phone and I'm like talking to someone and they need my information, I will go S is in Sam, A is in Apple, N is in Nancy, T is in Tina, I is in Igloo. Brett's like, you're so fucking embarrassing. I'm like, well, I don't know if I'm enunciating. You never know what people can understand. I might talk funny. I don't fucking know. Anyway, so she made me one of the drop down bubble bitch um, graphics and then I did my old school what the Chuck logo and then I did two other logos, one with a purple background and then one with uh, just like a blank background. And then Santina's working on another graphic for me. She made one that said I got the T on IG and it has Chuck little Chuck's little face on the top. It is so cute, so fucking cute. So that's going to be on the merch store shortly. You can buy tote bags, stickers, magnets, 
t-shirts, hoodies, crew necks, laptop cases. I mean, uh, throw pillows. I am 100% going to buy a drop down bubble bitch throw pillow. I was shocked. I just kind of posted it yesterday. Just, I, I don't know. I wasn't expecting anyone to really buy anything. I mean, who the fuck am I? I who am I? You know, no one's going to buy merch from me. I really, like I said, just put the store up because I wanted to buy my own, my own merch. Like, why would I not get a what the Chuck tote and take it to Trader Joe's and shop around with it? And someone might be like, oh, cute cat. And then I could be like, oh, this is my cat. He has three legs. I adopted him from Front Street. And they could be like, oh, that's so great. And then I could be like, yeah, I actually have a podcast, you know, like reel them in, reel these fucking people in. So why would I not create merch that I can buy myself to self promote? It's like wrapping your car and driving it around town. You know, I was so like thankful yesterday that so many of you bought stuff. I kept getting emails like someone has purchased from your store. I'm like, oh, that, it's freaking amazing. Thank you guys so much. If you haven't seen it yet, um, you can find the link to my store in the bio of my podcast page. It's what the Chuck podcast on Instagram. And like I said, the link is right there on the bio. You can also go to T public T E E here. I'm spelling shit again. T E E P U B L I C. So if you go to T public, you can also um, just search what the Chuck podcast and my store should come up. Don't feel pressured. Like I said, I did this more for me than anything. And then maybe like one ep, maybe this episode with Morgan will be the one that blows the fuck up. And all of a sudden I'll be killing the game of charting on iTunes and people want to buy merch and I'll already have that set up. It's just nice because I didn't have to really put any money into it at all. I don't have to like spend money on printing shirts. It's just they make them as the orders come in. So I appreciate everyone that did that yesterday. Okay, now I, I was not planning on talking this long. This is going to be kind of a long episode, but trust me, you guys. Everything that Morgan and I are about to talk about is juicy as fuck. So radio can be somewhat of a small community. And Morgan and I became friends on Facebook, I want to say like a few years ago. It had to be 2017, 2018. Actually, it had to be 2018 because I knew Brett at the time. Well, maybe 2017. Anyways, it doesn't matter. We became friends on Facebook and Morgan is just constantly killing the game. She's popped up on a season of The Bachelor. You're going to find out which one when I talk to her. Um, she also has a boyfriend that lives in England. Recently, when all this Kristen Cavallari, Jay Cutler stuff was happening, I was seeing like big media sources reposting her TikTok. So yesterday I was like planning out my podcast episode for today. And I was like, I wonder if I could get Morgan to do a podcast with me. So I like reached out to her. She was super receptive. I'm so glad that it worked out because Oh, it's just so not like I love sitting here and talking and I'm used to it now, but it's so nice to talk to someone else that has your same interests. And while I do love DMing everyone that like is like, oh, I want to talk about this drama, like Morgan knows everything that's happening and we are about to lay it out so clearly for you. You're going to love it. Like the Jay Kristen drama is going to become so clear. Morgan explains it so well. We're going to talk about The Bachelor. We're going to talk about Claire and Dale. Just trust me. You guys are going to love it. It's going to be so great. I'm so excited. Like, I think this is probably going to be like my most exciting episode ever. So enjoy. I guess we can start with Kristen and Jay because basically I put up the screenshot from Kristen's Instagram not thinking that I was going to be that big of a deal. And I had like 20 DMs from people like, what's happening? And I'm like, oh my God, I have no idea because I'd never watched Very Cavallari. And I never, I watched Southern Charm like back in the day, but I do not know who this Rachel girl is. I literally know nothing. So I started 
following not skinny but not fat to try to find out all the information and then she's the one that posted your TikTok and I was like oh my god <laughs> um and so clearly you know everything and all of the people that listen want to know and I know nothing so please break it down for all of us <laughs> okay so it is very long and very confusing I'll just put that out there from the beginning so I'll try to do my best without like getting lost in the details but basically what you need to know is that there were two couples, Jay and Kristen, obviously, and then Austin and Madison, and they were on Southern Charm. So, you know, however many months ago, Jay and Kristen announced that they were getting separated, uh, divorced. Right. And then Austin and Madison had a pretty tumultuous relationship on Southern Charm. One day they were dating, one day they weren't dating. And it was just a really toxic relationship where they would always try to make each other jealous and whatever. So in all, amidst all of that, it's like a love square, right? Mm -hmm. Because Kristen and her best friend, Justin, were hanging out with Austin that probably ruffled Madison's feathers. So then there's all these rumors that Madison is now hooking up with Jay. So it's like they both, both parties were swapping back and forth just to like get each other back pretty make much is what it yeah. seemed like to me. Yeah. So when... Thursday night during the episode of Southern Charm, because it was actually the series finale and next week is the reunion. Series so, finale, you know, it's done. Oh, no, no, no. Season. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, whoa, season way to end out. it with a bang. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't, that be something. Um, so Madison was on Instagram live as most of them do while the show was airing, you know, to talk with fans and whatever. Yeah. And she starts kind of subtly shading Kristen on this Instagram live, uh, mocking her in another Instagram live that she did with Justin and Austin and Craig over the summer, um, kind of making some digs at Kristen's parenting, saying that she was partying when the kids uh, were in the house, just very like, not great things that you want to put on the internet, right? And um, yeah. she was pretty unapologetic in the video. So that I believe planted the seed and that's when Jay and Kristen posted the picture. Okay. So all of that is the backstory. And right. I know that is it's a lot. So much, <laughs> a lot. A lot. So that's the backstory. So on Friday, I think it was Friday night, Jay and Kristen post the picture, same exact picture, same exact caption. The world is full of users, right? That was the caption 10 years. Can't break that. So the user that they are referring to is Madison. Okay. They were subtly trying to shade her because, you know, there were the J hookup rumors and she was adding fuel to the fire on her Instagram live. And so all of this, I did like the deepest deep dive ever on my TikTok, <laughs> right? Because I, I'm into investigative reporting, <laughs> I guess you could say. Because um. I'm always doing whether it's like, what's going on with Kim and Kanye, what's going on with Claire and Dale, what's going on with now Kristen and Jay. I always like to get the facts because that's what really what people want to know. Totally. So I did this video and on Saturday, I woke up Sunday morning and Kristen's best friend, Justin, who was on, he's on the show, very cavalier. He's always with Kristen is all up in my comments section like like I want to say 15 to 20 comments yeah they're responding to people you know just going to war and so I was like oh my gosh 
like, what do you do with all that information? And I thought to myself, I really should make another TikTok on his responses. Cause I know people are going to, are, are wondering what is going on. And this is Kristen Cavallari's very best friend. Yeah. Um, so I DM'd him and I asked him, I said, do you mind if I share your responses? Cause I told him, I don't want to add, I don't want to cause more drama if that's what this is going to do. Yeah. And he was like, no, go ahead. <laughs> so, so I did it. I did it. And if, I feel like as soon as I did that, all hell broke loose. You know, that's when Madison got on that morning and was like, well, it looks like I'm going to have to drop the receipts because in my comments and on my video, Justin's calling Madison a snake, a liar, saying she loves attention. And so that's when she decided to drop the receipts from Jay that they were hooking up, whatever. Yeah. And then, you know, we've kind of seen Justin like kind of back off a little bit or on social media right now he's like I don't want any part of this which he meant well right because he's just he's just sticking up for his best friend Kristen as anybody would I would love to have a friend like Justin but you can't expect to go off like like socially on social media and not expect people to continue to circulate it and talk about it and whatever meanwhile Kristen hasn't said a word you know what I mean it's just kind of like adding fuel to the fire I believe his intentions behind it were good only to stick up for his friend but it's not going to go away if you keep talking about it totally you're just propelling perpetuating the drama so did any of that make sense because I know it's a lot it did, you know, all this time I've been thinking, cause when they first announced that they were getting divorced, I know that it was rumored that like he was hooking up with her best friend or something like that, right? Yes, Kelly, so the whole yeah. time I was thinking that that was part of this. I didn't realize that this was like a completely different like group of people. Yeah, it was uh, pretty intense. And I believe that they're actually gonna mention something about it on the Southern Term reunion, which airs on Thursday. Which I don't know if maybe it was a little bit calculated by Madison to start posting all this stuff now um, because the reunion's coming up and it's going to come out anyways. Um, but yeah, Jay and Madison had been rumored to be together for a while. I feel like I did a TikTok like two or three weeks ago that they were flirting with each other. Um, and when Madison dropped her receipts, right, that's what she's calling it. Mm-hmm. Personally, I like wasn't impressed because the only thing she's doing is proving to us that they're hooking up. I don't think anybody ever questioned that they were. I didn't. I'm like, they definitely probably hooked up. I think they, Jay and Kristen wanted to put on a united front because Madison was talking bad about the way Kristen parents. Parents. And that's the issue. Not whether or not Jay and Madison are hooking up with each other. Yikes. Okay. So they're, so Jay and Kristen definitely has nothing to do with their relationship status. They're like not getting back together. This was just, yeah, I don't think that they're getting back together. Um, the reports are that Kristen has a new boyfriend, Jeff die. And, um, I saw they did, they said, I love you to each other on an Instagram live, like for the world to see. So I really think it was more, it was more like a, a message to Madison. Like, don't talk about the mother of my children. Don't talk about the way that she parents our three kids yeah. on an Instagram live. You're messy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was My not God. good. 
Yeah. Okay. That makes so much sense. Now I feel like I need to watch Mary Cavallari. I just never did because I've never been a fan of Jay Cutler. Like I always just thought that was such a weird pairing. Maybe if I saw his personality and like saw him in a show it would be different, but I just like, I don't know his weak job. Yeah. Really I feel like I had the me. same kind of like come around to him. Yeah. And I will say that like, I feel like Kristen and Jay are so perfect for each other, but they're also the worst for each other. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's totally. just a very strange dynamic between the two of them where they, they can't be together, but they cannot be with anybody else. Yeah. Yeah. Are they, they're not officially divorced. I don't believe that they are. Some people are, were saying that Kristen deleted the divorce post on her Instagram after that I haven't looked into it I'll have to look and see if that's true but I don't think that they're getting back together I read somewhere else that that Kristen and Jeff Dye are not together anymore either but that he's still been using her like talking about her in his stand-up routine but I yeah I, I don't know enough so I don't know yeah I heard that they I didn't hear anything that they weren't still together but I did hear that they were that he has been talking about her a lot in his stand-up comedy routine too so that's very interesting interesting that like <clears throat> the people that he's gone Jay Cutler's gone for since they've been broken up is like her best friend this girl Morgan while Kristen's guys are very like unsuspecting chill like not on reality tv just like normal fucking guys yeah and I think it's really funny because if you watch Barry Cavallari, all Jay wants to do is sit on his farm, hunt deer, you know, raise his chickens. And like his kryptonite is going for these reality TV girls so who, weird. who like need the spotlight to survive. And I'm not saying that in a bad way. I mean, yeah. I love reality TV, but it just to me, like those type of girls do not mesh well with Jay's personality. And I feel like that He's so like, I don't want drama. I just want to feed my chickens. But yeah, he's dating all these reality TV show girls. Oh God. Yeah. Maybe he needs a new, uh, a new strategy, a new dating strategy. Uh, yeah. I mean, at least someone not famous, like not even famous, famous, like C-list famous, like just date a regular person. Totally. Like, God, I can't even think of anyone that would be able to table that. I know. Back to it. Maybe you could go after Claire. She's just oh god all the time. Absolutely her. nothing. Oh my god. <laughs> I had to archive a ton of my posts um, because I. I recently did this contest to win a grant for the animal shelter where I got my cat. Anyways, I was reaching out to all these people in Sacramento that could potentially post this contest so I could get the most votes. And um, I had to reach out to Claire because she's like the most popular person in Sacramento right now, but I've just talked shit about her everywhere. So I was happy to go yeah. all my social media and like archiving it everywhere. <laughs> uh, now I, I mean, I'm still kind of like with Claire, just like, ugh, give me a fucking break. Claire, you're so annoying. Like yesterday with her run and I'll rise up, like oh, fucking kill me. Stop. I can't. <laughs> oh my gosh. But I, I also do feel bad for her in a way because she's just like, it like brings me back to middle school years and liking someone and thinking that there's like hope when everyone else knows that that person does not like you and you're just like going around the skating rink telling everyone that you're in a relationship with someone that is just not interested and it's was yeah. so in the beginning it's very strange because i've said this before i think on my tiktok that 
like what we witnessed with Claire and Dale's relationship is what all of us have gone through at one point, but I went through it when I was 18, not 39. You know what? It's just this very. Yeah. And I said middle school. Yeah. And like, you hate to say it, you hate to be like, well, she's the oldest bachelorette, but it, I felt like everyone was expecting it to come with some level of maturity And even if there was some level of maturity, we didn't see it. We saw a very immature, you know, infatuation is what I, I've called it. You know, I said, I I did another uh, interview with my friend, Zachary reality, who posts reality TikToks as well. And um, infatuation is not love and I think she was just very infatuated and when Chris Harrison says you have to trust the process Mm -hmm. that doesn't mean leave six days in because you like the first guy that catches your attention totally and I really just feel like she didn't give it a fair shake and I feel like bachelorettes in the past have said like yeah I really liked this guy he was my day one and then they end up with someone different because they yeah. do go through the entire process of it. So I think she was just very eager. Um, she was infatuated. And, and I do feel bad for her because she, I genuinely believe that she wanted it to work. Oh, 100%. Um, 100%. But, but she's just too naive. Like, I just cannot get on board with, I mean, you're like preaching that you're like this strong, like person, but you are so naive to the facts and the situation. Like, I just, I don't know what type of man she needs. Like she, there's a a certain type of guy out there that is perfect for her, but it's a very small group of guys that I feel like would be compatible with her because she's a lot to handle. And yeah, she is a lot to handle. And I mean, you could see it all over Dale's face that he was not into it. He wasn't into proposing that soon. He wasn't into it when they sat down with Chris Harrison. It just was very, very strange. Um, and did you see him on Instagram? Yeah, his, 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 uh, his, his statement. I, I mean, yeah. the thing with Dale is you always think that he's going to say something profound and he doesn't, he just, it's just like the bottom of the barrel statement. Like, I'm so glad to have a great support system around me. I'm hurting too. Like, like give us something that's actually believable because he just doesn't, he just falls flat all the time. Yeah. It was a minute and a half long and it was nothing. Like you said, it was just completely empty. It was it was, uh, you know, I've, I've seen people say that I'm not hurting, but I am. And that's it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, well, when you're waltzing around New York City, talking to paparazzi about how you and Claire will be cool in the middle of the night, like yeah. who is finding you, Dale, in New York City in the middle of the night? Like that makes me feel like you called the paparazzi on yourself. And I just wonder, he keeps like talking about Claire and how he hopes that she's okay. It makes me feel like they're not even in contact. It makes me feel like he broke it off and is kind of like taking a step back from her because every time that he's talked about it, he said like, I hope she's okay. And it just doesn't seem like they're in communication. And I feel like that's the vibe I'm getting from her too, that she's just been totally abandoned, like with her memes and her songs and like just everything. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, and her initial statement when she said, I just found out of the mutual statement the same time you guys all did. It's like, 
but that also I feel like is that true or is she just too naive to pick up the signals signals. and not yeah totally and Dale um I guess has this new website now it was posted like today I saw not scared not skinny but not fat post about it Dale posted his website and she was talking about Matt James and how when before her Claire season even started she was like I don't want a guy that's after this and Matt James had been doing all these cameos but Dale is 10 times worse and not skinny but not fat she was like I I feel like you know she was just after Dale's looks but Matt James is so much more attractive he's got the height he's already kind of established he was doing something for charity I just don't understand I would love to see Claire's ex-boyfriends like what what in the world (laughs) they look like because I just don't get it with Dale I do not get it at all well you know she was engaged once before on bachelor winter games oh that's she right Benoit. yeah like i mean Weird. they could not be more opposite or, yeah from each other everything looks wise personality wise so i just feel like she's so desperately wants anything to work that yeah. she just jumps the gun there's a guy that i'm friends with here and every time like they're always they always go to weddings together they're like my forever wedding date you know that fucking caption and (laughs) I'm just like how is she always going to weddings with you like why can't she find them what is wrong with her I mean we I don't I hate to say like what's wrong with her but I I mean she's just everything it's a lot it's a lot every clip that I've rewatched someone did a TikTok and it was like you know Claire's reaction versus Dale's reaction to everything when she was like oh babies are next like she's just it's, we all know that girl that just is, needs to pump the brakes and that's her. Otherwise she's going to be 45 and still in the same position. Oh yeah. And I think she's done on the bachelor franchise. Oh. Well, after what she pulled, there's no way. I feel like good TV isn't worth the trouble. It's not. No. And to be honest, like she was not good TV. Like I was so much happier watching Tasha. than I was watching Claire and I feel it's sad because you know would she even want to come back in a paradise situation I don't know but nobody would want her to and I feel like that's sad like if I were Claire and I knew none of Bachelor Nation wanted to see me on anything ever again because of the way that I acted as my time on the Bachelorette like that's sad the thing is, though, it is sad if you realize it. I don't know if she realizes that's how true. much she's like kind of disliked and how much people are just done with her. I, I, I really don't think that she realizes. I think that she thinks her fan base is a lot broader than it is. I also think that a lot of people follow her to kind of see the train wreck. And once it's over, it's they're going to jump ship. Yeah. I mean, time will tell, but... Could you imagine what the world is going to be like when she does get married, if she does? <laughs> I can't, I just can't wait to see who Dale dates next and how soon it's going to be. Do you think that he'll go on Paradise? 100, he's going to be on The Bachelor again, 100%. Unless the producers like really, or, you know, who, the creator, Mike Feist or whatever, whoever makes the decisions, unless they say like, what he did was fucked up because everyone watching it knows unless right. they say like we just don't want him to be a part of it because what he did was shady because it was obviously preconceived yeah because I mean if he's gonna go on bachelor in paradise who's gonna want to date him 
Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe one of the other people that already have a website, like Sarah Trot. Sarah, I know. I was just about to say, I oh. and Sarah, they could do little photo shoots for their websites. It's <laughs> killing me, Sarah, over the weekend. Like, it just feels like the cool kids group, like Sarah and Jason and Spencer doing a doing <laughs> an Instagram live and like cooking. No one cares, <laughs> and you guys are just hot, and you all just want to be on Instagram live to get comments about how hot you are. Yeah, <laughs> I, just, I can't handle it. And Spencer too. He was my pick before, like before watching Claire Tasha season and seeing all the guys. Um, when Spencer didn't show up for Claire, I was like, I wonder what happened. I wonder if he had a COVID test that was like you know positive or whatever. And then he showed up for Tasha, and I was shocked at his personality because his looks were just kind of deceiving. He looked so hot, and I was like, oh, your personality kind of sucks. But then he posted <laughs> the day that Dale announced that they were broken up. He posted on his story coffee question mark and tagged Claire yeah it's just not not the best look <laughs> it's just messy I'm like he uh, his personality type does seem like someone that would be suitable or suited for Claire but then that group is just after the fame like they're just so bro-y like San Diego like vibes at the beach trying to get girls they might as well be wearing shirts that say like I was on the bachelorette yeah, I mean, I feel like in order to go on one of those shows, you have to have some level of like narcissism. You just do. And it's like, if you're in entertainment in general, you have to have at least a little bit because you're constantly promoting yourself, right? Yeah. But to be on there solely for the reason of followers, like I feel like Bachelor Nation in general is getting a lot better at picking those people out. And I feel like their following isn't really as strong as it used to be. Mm -hmm. Like, like now, I guess maybe because Instagram and TikTok is so big now that we have enough Instagram influencers on our pages. We don't want to see them on Bachelor in Paradise. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know that I would see Sarah on Bachelor in Paradise. Do people want to see her on Bachelor in Paradise? I don't think so. I, I, yeah, I, I think that the market is oversaturated with people like her. I think people yeah. would rather see like a Katie on Bachelor in Paradise. Love Katie. Same. I mean, obviously she's not going to make it far, I don't think, but yeah. I, I do love her. And I feel, you know, um, Carla, Maria and Anthony, they're on. Yeah. So she yeah. was posting that they're friends. And so every night after the episode, I like go see if she's posted anything about her. Um, it's just so, she's so well-rounded and so different than what we normally see on the show. I just, I love it. Um, yeah. I love how she sticks up for everyone. It's that just, it doesn't happen. Right. Ever. And that's what I was just watching uh, the episode this morning. And I, I try to like look at things from like a, like not an emotional standpoint, because it, it's really easy for us at home to sit and be like, well, why are they bullying? Or on the opposite side, like, why are they so emotional? When you're in that situation, you probably do things that you would never do. I mean, imagine being in a, in a house or a hotel, wherever they are with 30 girls fighting for the same guy and nobody handles rejection well under normal circumstances. So these are under like very heightened circumstances. Yeah. And I just think it speaks a lot to Katie's character that she is the only one that's not falling into the producer manipulation because that's what it is. Yeah. Because I don't know that I would, you know, under those situations. Oh. Now, I don't know if I would be 
as I definitely wouldn't be as mean as Victoria. Victoria. <laughs> but I don't know if I would be snarky or catty. Um, I think I would probably be one of the ones that didn't say anything. Yeah. <clears throat> but Katie is like the one person who actually has her head on straight in the situation and can see it from not just this producer manipulated standpoint. Yeah. I've gone up and down with Victoria. Like at first I hated her. And then like last night I caught myself laughing at some of the things that she said. I'm like, my husband's like, she's the best one on the show. I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's so terrible. Just some of her snarky comments. I, I, I saw your Instagram story and you said that she's an actress. Like this isn't real, that no one would say these things. And I do believe that she's putting it on, but some of it just seems too natural. I just don't understand where she gets like, like girl you're not wearing any makeup you have a sty you haven't flat ironed your hair all the way around like how are you this mean to yeah. all these women it just doesn't make sense and then matt posted that video of them golfing yesterday and someone had made a comment about victoria and it's so hard to hear i truly believe that he didn't hear the comment but um he was blasted for it and i appreciate him because instead of just deleting the post and acting like it didn't happen he added to the caption and was like an update like like, I didn't notice that someone had said something about her body. I don't condone anyone talking about anyone's body and, you know, Victoria's great, blah, 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 blah. I really feel like every interview that Matt's done too on late night TV, he's really praised Victoria and kind of laughed and said, she really is like a good person, despite what you're seeing on TV. And so that just makes me feel like, who is she really? Yeah. And the, the, I mean, I guess the main reason why I think that she's a producer plant is because it is so outrageous and that could just be a bad edit. But also the same thing you said about the makeup thing, like, I don't care, like, don't wear makeup, do wear makeup, but you're on national television and look at her Instagram page. Yes. She looks nothing Night like what she, And don't you think that she would portray that version of herself on national television like the the it just does not make sense to me which is why i think something is off with it totally and even um on tv she's wearing clothes she's she's not chubby at all she's got right a nice body but she's wearing these clothes that for some reason make her look really frumpy and I understand that you have a sty and you're not supposed to wear makeup when you have a sty but like fucking put makeup on there were days when I my, my best friend in high school had styes but it was like picture day and she's like I have to put makeup on. yeah like you yeah do it if you're if you're on the bachelor I just feel like she's not bringing her a game and also um, how she's like Queen Victoria and introducing herself as Victoria and Victoria is her name and um, she's used it so many times but she also has a website now and she's going by Vicky Larson B-I-K-K-I I'm like what I don't like it's like she's actually two different people yeah and it's weird uh, she's gonna be on Paradise for sure and I think I read something uh, where she was talking about how she's been handling all the backlash and she said, you know, one of my friends said, it's better to be hated than forgotten. So, I mean, maybe it is her, but I, I just think that she's either A, getting a really manipulated edit to make her look really, really bad, yeah. or it is a little bit put on because it just makes no sense. I mean, the way that she literally took the crown off of the girl's head, I'm like, who would do that in real life? I who would do that? And who, exactly, and it almost feels like that girl from Puerto Rico would have 
it almost seems like she knew that was going to happen because I mean, if that were to happen in real life, that episode would have turned into an episode of Bad Girls Club. Like it would have oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, right? Like I would have stepped away. I would have been like, uh, don't get in my don't space. Like she just yeah. stood there. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, yeah. I'm curious to see what happens with Victoria going forward. I just, um, I can't wait. I kind of can't wait for her to get sent home, even though I'm sure the delusion that she's going to stay and make it far is, is like kind of fake. I, I just, I kind of can't wait for her to go. Um, because I can't wait to find out this is the first season in years that I haven't looked up any spoilers. I normally know who's going to win for, by the first episode and I haven't yeah. I've muted reality Steve this season um, I'm gonna try <laughs> to play it fair so I know nothing um so I can't wait to weed out all these people that I know are not going to make it far so that I can kind of get down to who I think is the final four but I saw that you posted that you think Michelle is going to be the winner and at first glance last night I was like oh, I don't know but then they went on their date and I was like oh okay like I can kind of see it but why do you think she's going to be the winner yeah. So I made that video strictly off of Matt James's Instagram post, which, yeah. um, he put out like three or four days before the episode. So it wasn't like yeah. last night or, you know, right before the bachelor aired that he's putting this out. And so I understand that you have to post things when you're mm -hmm. the lead, when you're the girls, you have to post things. And I always wondered, like, I wonder how it makes the winner feel to have their fiance posting all these pictures with other women and yeah. you know, blah, blah, blah. But it was the caption that really struck me. First of all, the picture, their body language, you can tell that there's just an, a connection between the two of them. And then the caption I believe said better late than never with a heart emoji. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, if this girl did not win and he's engaged to somebody else, how pissed is his fiance that that is the caption of that photo. Absolutely. I would not be here for it at all. So that's the only reason why I made that video. And like you, I have not looked up any spoilers. <laughs> and so when I saw the date play out, I was like smiling myself yeah. the whole time. Like they are into each other yeah. hardcore. And I haven't, I, I mean, I've seen him connect with some people, but not like that. Yeah, when they did the kids thing on the count of three. Oh, like, yeah, my face. I was just smiling. Like, I just yeah, it I felt it. Goosebumps. Yeah. <laughs> and it's funny because you would think like, oh, there's no way he would post a picture with the winner with such like an obvious caption. But sometimes, like for instance, last season, the ABC um, Bachelor Instagram account, they posted Tasha and Zach like three weeks in a row leading up to the finale. Like, and I knew that he was the winner. So I was like, what are they doing? But sometimes people don't suspect what's like, obviously right, obvious, in, front right in front of them. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I definitely saw that connection last night. Um, and I feel like you might be right. I just, they look really good together when she was like, we would breed really well. I was like, stop. <laughs> and I think she is, you can tell she is genuine. She's not an Instagram model. Yeah. I went to her Instagram. She's got five Instagram pictures up, you know, and she's just so naturally pretty, I think. And so down to earth and it's they like just connect on such a emotional level, especially because they both work with kids yeah. and I'm just, ugh, I can't wait to see that play out.
She like, um, she reminds me of Zach Clark. Zach Clark was the same. I went to his Instagram when he, when I knew he was going to win on Tasha season. And I was like, he had like no pictures, not yeah. no followers. And even still he did an interview recently and he misquote, he gave his Instagram name wrong. They had to correct it. Yeah. That's not your Instagram. <laughs> um, and so I love that. I love, I love that. I hope, yeah. I kind of hope that she, I mean, she's not my favorite. I definitely feel like my favorites change every week. Like obviously the first episode, I loved Abigail, like everyone, but I've kind of, she's kind of fallen off for me. Like, I'm just like, she's going to fall into the cracks. There's no way that she's going to be yeah. super far. Although I do love her and she will be in paradise. I'm sure too. I'm happy that they're going to make, I read that they're definitely going to make paradise happen this year. I mean, they better. Yeah. I mean, we have so many options. So many people. <laughs> I also feel like they should um, mix it up every once in a while with the lead of The Bachelor and Bachelorette now and bring someone in that is not from the franchise because it's been such a like a breath of fresh air. I agree. At first, I thought I wouldn't like it. You know, going into the season, I was like, I don't know anything about him. Why would I care whether or not he finds love or not? But I actually am enjoying it because it feels more, um, I don't know if authentic is the word. I mean, I know that's what they say all the time, but it just is nice to see somebody that hasn't been through the process before. They are just as nervous as everybody else. They don't know how to like put on for the cameras or whatever. I just feel like we are seeing a pretty genuine version of Matt. Even like on the first episode, the first group date rose that he gave, instead of giving it in front of everyone, he doesn't, he didn't know. So he pulled her away and gave it to her privately, which I just felt like was respectful. He didn't know any better. He thought this is the right, right. thing to do. So he did it. And right. then the producers have probably said like, no, you have to give it in front of all the other women. So they get pissed off and that creates drama. But I just feel like his approach has been gentle and just like, genuine yeah I feel like he's I feel yeah. like he's actually listening to all the girls when they talk to which I really like yeah I will say that uh watching the last episode I have to play devil's advocate a little bit because I do think he is putting on how much he likes certain girls because I find him always saying stuff like I love being around you and and maybe maybe it is because we haven't seen them before but it's like whoever like kit kit, kit and yeah. matt james are not yeah. going to end up together no so him saying i love our connection i love being around you it feels like maybe that's what he thinks he's supposed to say yeah but I there's just that. no connection between the two of them romantically i think that's pretty obvious it's funny because you my husband he says we lay in bed and he's like I hate this guy. I see right through him. And I'm like, really? I don't <laughs> see what you're seeing. And he's like, he's the worst. He's the worst one. I'm like, oh, Aw. okay. I don't feel not the worst one. No, not he's my not car. The best. Um, <laughs> so quickly, our army hammer. <laughs> just, yes, <laughs> please explain this to me because I am so confused. So um, back in 2016, this girl who was, I believe, 17 at the time, reached out to army hammer on Facebook, Facebook messenger and was like, Hey, like, I'm such a big fan, yada, yada, yada. And like, he responded and was like, Oh, it's, isn't it past your bedtime? And they had a little back and forth. Keep in mind, he's married, you know, has kids. I don't know right. what kids he has at this point. 
might not in 2016 because they're pretty, no, they're not that young. Anyways, they go back and forth. They start messaging and he basically convinces her to move closer to him so that they can have this affair. But it's very like X-rated. When I talked about it on the podcast, I can't even, the messages that he sends to her are so, I don't even feel comfortable like saying the things that he said, but he um, is basically talked about um, wanting to rip her heart out and eat it like raw. Um, it's what like Christian Grey on steroids in a very scary way. Like they've had this relationship where he would be walking his daughter to sleep at night, like in the stroller, and he would have her like meet them at the park so that like they could just see each other and he could just watch her from afar. And um, she's accusing him of rape. Um, the things that he's said to her, like talking about like like making her bleed and then like using it as like lube and just like talks about abusing his dog and um she's shown pictures of her like extremely bruised after they've had a, a session and how he would like tie her up for days on end and then come back to her apartment and like untie her and it is just so bad and so all these other people have come forward he calls them all kittens and he's had different relationships with all of them they've all been in different places around the world he's flown them out to places that he um he's been shooting movies or whatever, not that he's been in a ton of movies, but then she's also posted old interviews of him where he's talked about eating a raw steak at a restaurant. I saw that France. today. Yes. And then there was another interview where his dog's barking in the background and he was like, hold on, I'm going to go beat the shit out of my dog. And he talks about cannibalism. He talks about his favorite book being about cannibalism. Um, it's just like really intense. And then his private Instagram account, someone took screen recordings recently and he was talking about how he was in uh, wherever his ex-wife is with their kids. He was there to see them. Okay, so they're not married anymore. Yeah, or they're going okay. through the divorce. So they're going through like a custody battle because she says he's unfit to be a parent, which he is. Yeah. On his personal Instagram account, he posts how she had made him drug tests and how he was using fake urine to pass the drug test. And while he was there, he was also doing drugs and having sex with this woman who was tied to his bed. He had clearly been hitting her. He posted this. She had like red marks all over her. Um, yeah. And this, there's another girl that's in the hospital right now from mental and physical abuse, just dating back to recently a session that they've had. Oh so my gosh. the screenshots that she's been posting are really bad. Like he talks, talks about things. I mean, it's like 80 levels above sexting. Like it's just, it's so graphic. Scary. Scary. Very, very, very scary. So he was supposed to be in this movie coming up, uh, leading with JLo and, yes. you know, been kicked off, denying everything. Josh Dumal, I guess, is going to take over his role. But he hasn't made too many statements, but his ex-wife has come forward and been like, I can definitely see this being true. He's had ex-girlfriends come forward saying that they've also been in these situations with him and the things that he's, I think he's very careful about who he exposes himself fully to, but everyone yeah. that's been with him and he hasn't fully gone there with them, they said that they could see like comments that he's made like he's a sick individual I and did so the only thing I ever saw and I started coming into the whole drama once he got kicked off the movie that's when I started like you know yeah. really looking because I didn't know who he was I have not I'd never really? seen any of the movies that he was in no all the social network the face he's movie. in that movie yeah he plays the twins that are suing Mark Zuckerberg he plays two people <laughs> <laughs> <Not him. laughs> 
well, wow, that what a moment. See, now <laughs> I'm going to have to go back and watch it with all this information. Oh my yeah. gosh. I mean, it's been years since I've seen that movie, but I just didn't put two and two together. Yeah. And so I saw a TikTok one time of uh, a woman in New York City who was his waitress at a restaurant and said that he was very friendly. And this was like, this TikTok was like, way earlier, like last year. So before any of this stuff has been big, like it is now. And she was just talking about, cause it's like her thing on TikTok to talk about celebrities that she has waited on in New York city. Oh, I've and, seen, I've seen that. Or yeah, I've yeah. Seen the there's a bunch of people I'm sure that do that, but I've, yeah. yeah. I about. So he, she was saying he was so nice. He was so whatever. And then, um, at the very, very end, she was like, yeah. And he just kept, telling me how nice my neck looked and kept asking me to like really show him my neck and she's like that's the only thing that was kind of weird but other than that he was really nice and this was like before all of this exploded and so I bet that girl is like shitting herself now <laughs> totally you should go this this Instagram account it's house of Effie E-F-F-I-E she has everything saved in the highlights like all the text messages that I'm just I cannot but in there he talks about um he how he ripped an, an organ from an animal out and ate it on like the side of the road and stuff and how he wanted her to like come with him next time he did that and like watch him and then use the animal blood like while they I, it's just it's so much so is he under investigation I don't know that's the thing I'm not hearing anything from anyone this girl that's been posting she's I think she's kind of like suicidal she posts like I can't handle I saw anymore. something today on not skinny but not fat when yeah. she was saying someone needs to check on her yeah uh, I it, the thing is I like her Instagram it's she only has a few videos and they're like a pole dancing I think she does that for like fitness or whatever but uh, I mean the things that she it sounds like she was his main like kitten that's what he called them. So crazy. But like it, it, the, these texts have been for years and years and years. This, this is what he says. A deer. I shot, I shot it, ran up, pulled out a knife, cut the heart out and ate it totally raw, still warm. I'd eat your heart. If it wasn't, if I wasn't stuck without you after I didn't throw up a friend of mine, tried to take a bite. He immediately threw up. I took multiple bites. Like, even if you, like, there's no excuse for that. Like, even if you're looking for a shock value, nobody in their right mind would even say something like that. Even if it didn't really happen, like Ooh. the thought is there, you know? Yeah. yeah. Mental illness at its, you should, her, all the highlights, it's all there. So you should. Yes, go I'm going to go on a deep dive on that today um, because that is crazy. Last thing before I let you go, I want to talk about where people can find your TikTok because I do this podcast once a week and sometimes I miss things that have happened and you're like up to date with everything as it's happening. And I know a lot of the people that listen are looking for that. So if they go to your TikTok, it's crazy because so many of my friends sent me your TikTok about the Kristen. It, I would see, I was literally seeing you everywhere, which is why I was sitting down yesterday and I was like, I should see if she wants to do this podcast with me because you're just, your TikTok's just everywhere right now. So I wasn't expecting that to happen. What, where can people find your TikTok and your Instagram and, and all that? Yeah. So my TikTok is at Morgan PW. 
P as in page, W as in right. It's my full name. Um, and then everything else is linked. My Instagram is linked in my TikTok, um, Morgan PW, and also Morgan P Talks is where I post all my TikTok. So if you're not on TikTok and yeah. you want to see all the videos, Morgan P Talks is the one that you're going to want to go to. And then lastly, where have we seen you in the Bachelor franchise before? <laughs> Isn't it crazy? It's actually been a year ago like exactly a year ago um I made a cameo in pilot Peter season um <laughs> when when they played football I I want to say flag football but it, they were tackling each other it was yeah. tackle football um <laughs> at first energy stadium in Cleveland I was the little sideline reporter on the side it was such a crazy experience uh we know each other through radio and I was working on my morning show in Cleveland and I was freaking out about it I was like <laughs> I have to crash these group dates I have to see pilot Peter and they kept denying me because I was media so I wasn't allowed to go to any of them filming in Cleveland which they did three different dates in Cleveland yeah so it was like Thursday night at nine o'clock, which, you know, I'm in bed by nine. I have to wake up <laughs> at 4.30 in the morning. Cool. So um, from a number that I didn't recognize, but I saw that it was from Los Angeles and I just had a feeling it's like, you know, they're in Cleveland. I've been talking about it all week on the show. I bet this is someone from there. So I answered and it was a producer and they were like, somebody gave us your information. We're looking for local broadcasters to come help out tomorrow on a group date. Would you be available? And I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll quit my job, sell, sell everything, yeah. like anything to be there. Now I will say they gave me like no information. Um, They're like, can you be here by noon? I was like, yeah, of course. So I got there at noon, all ready to go. I didn't even start filming until seven o'clock. I didn't bring any makeup not a hairbrush, not a curling oh iron, God. and it rained all day. So I was like, <laughs> I'm about to go on national TV and look like a wet freaking dog. I didn't even bring powder to like touch my face up. Thankfully, it was far enough away that I feel like you couldn't really tell that I was just sopping wet all day long. Um, but yeah, I met Pilot Peter. That was before he kind of took a turn for the worse. Um, he was super nice. I will say that much, um, you know, that was like before the height of his fame. So he was very down to earth. Yeah. Um, he talked to me for like five minutes afterwards, which normally people, you know, people in show business are always like in a rush to leave and not yeah. talk to anybody, but he was very nice. Um, he thanked me for coming out. Um, you know, it was just, it was, it was such a crazy experience. So when they called you, you thought you were going to be like amidst other media people like doing something, but you were oh, yeah. You were like basically like what Wells did last night for the boxing. Like yeah. you were the correspondent with Chris. Like it, you were the main person. I know. And I, it was so like odd to me that it happened when it did because they don't, I don't remember them ever using local talent. It's never, like never. The one time that they ever do, I got to do it. It's like the craziest thing. It definitely is like on a highlight reel of my life because I when bet. else will that happen to me ever again? I, I cannot even, um, at last week, us weekly or us weekly or whatever the fuck it is. I know I always get it wrong. People same. always like shame me for it. Same. They <laughs> quoted one of my tweets about the bachelor and I was like, Oh my God, I'm basically a bachelor correspondent. <laughs> so I can't imagine like 
being on the show, I'd get, I'd print out every frame. I'd like camp my wall with it. I would, I mean, I'm so jealous. So it was awesome. It was, and they were really nice. Like you have, you'll have a, well, I don't know. I had a producer that was with me all day and she was awesome. I mean, anything that I needed. And I asked her, I was like, can I meet Peter? And she's like, absolutely. Like just hang out with me. So it was such an awesome experience. I didn't meet any of the girls. Um, they kind of kept me separate. The only one that I did interact with shortly was Victoria Paul. I don't know if you remember her, the long blonde hair. Yeah. Um, because she had a concussion. She was like, she couldn't play football. So she was just kind of wandering around. So I did speak to her a little bit and then Kelly, um, commented on my like photos a year ago whenever I posted like awesome job girl and now that she's like huge <laughs> in the bachelor nation I'm like oh. totally I wonder if she'll end up being a lead I don't I feel like she's a little boring but so was Becca or uh, yeah Becca she's so, yeah so I mean yeah I feel like a lot of people are invested in Kelly now. I think we'll really have to wait and see how this season plays out. But I first, I bet she'll get interviewed for it. She'll be considered for sure. 1000%. I can, I normally can like spot who I, who I feel could be the bachelorette, you know, in the seasons that we're watching. I just, I don't, I don't really have a feel for any of them right now. I would say Katie, but I don't think, I mean, Katie needs to like, Katie needs to like, she's the one that's like, don't bully. And I'm about to say something mean. She needs to like do her hair better. Maybe you're like, (laughs) what was that? Like half like linked ponytail. Yeah. How are you in in a ball (laughs) gown? And that's how I did my hair in the third grade. Girl, if you're trying to be the bachelorette next, step up your game. I just don't know. I don't know who it would be from this season. So I would like to see Kelly, even though she is a little like boring, I feel like it would bring a maturity to the show. Like the guys they would pick for her. Anyways, I could go on for fucking ever. (laughs) Seriously. Oh gosh. Normally I'm just talking to myself. So it's so nice to like have someone to bounce off of because normally I'm just having conversations with myself. I seriously could have gone on forever talking about past bachelors this season of The Bachelor. Oh my gosh. If you guys missed her TikTok, Morgan PW that's on TikTok or if you want to follow along with her TikToks on Instagram if you don't have TikTok yet if you haven't caved you can find her at Morgan P Talks she really breaks down all the latest celebrity gossip she's so great it's always clear and concise and accurate Um, so definitely give her a follow and hopefully we can do this again towards the end of Mad James's season and just like periodically because hi fucking killing it or not okay thanks for a being here for this really lengthy episode. I told you that it was going to be worth it. Um, follow Morgan again on TikTok, Morgan PW, or on Instagram at Morgan P Talks. Of course, you know that you can find me at What the Chuck Podcast on Instagram. Link for the merch store is in my bio. Please rate, review, subscribe. Thank you guys for being here, and I'll talk to you next week. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow us on Instagram at What the Chuck Podcast.